All right, and Bush, and today we are joined by a singer, a song, a writer who spent a little bit of time on the stage, on that Broadway life. But of course, he released some music before he went and did that, and the music inside of his heart. It was it was screaming to come back out, and that brought our guest today back inside of the studio, back inside of this musical realm, and we are going to be diving into what it has been like to do exactly that today with our guest, Graham Scott Fleming. What's How's it going today, Graham? It is going. The sun is out today, so I am feeling really good today. It's like a whole reset, refresh, so feels good. Ooh, always gotta love that bright sun coming on out, making everybody's lives so much better. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, it's also a bright sunny day out here in BC. I know you're in Ontario, so hopefully everywhere in between also has a nice, beautiful day for themselves here as we jump on into this conversation. And of course, I want to set a little bit of a foundation down here for our listener. Uh, uh, for the fan here today. And I mentioned that you spent a little bit of time inside of that uh, Broadway life, that stage performance life before making the decision to uh, move back to Canada to get back inside of that studio. So I want to know exactly what was that moment? What was that thought of, you know what, I want to release music again? Yeah. Uh, I mean, country music is, it's how I was raised. I'm raised in a really small town, uh, in here in Ontario. And, uh, so country music was actually what my first passion. And I thought that was the angle that I was going to be going towards, but I ended up booking a theater show (laughs) and, uh, you know, I be just being on stage, there's a certain rush to it. And for some reason, my rush was coming more towards being, um, in a theater world. And, I, uh, so I just kept pushing for that journey and, you know, I did some pretty cool things that I'm really proud of, um, doing kinky boots in Canada, uh, having Cindy Lauper as my boss. <laughs> and, uh, I also got to originate a couple roles. Like I worked with, uh, uh, the band foreigner and we created a new musical and we actually uh, played that out West here in Canada. Um, and then I got to Broadway and, you know, everything was going really well for that. And I, I kept working on new shows and new plays and playing all these characters and whatever. But then the COVID hit and uh, like all, everyone had to do, we kind of just had to sit in our thoughts and our feelings and, and really figure out what our next steps are going to be. And I always tried to do the balance of still writing my own music while be, being a performer um, in the theater world. But it just never worked because, you know, doing eight shows a week for Broadway doesn't really leave you much time to be doing anything else outside of that. So, um, and I kind of felt myself losing focus on either side, not just being really focused on one. Um, so I, I take COVID as kind of a blessing in disguise because, you know, I really did just sit down and I put the pen to the paper and I was like, this is my chance to like really do something that I want to do and write my own story and play my own character rather than con- continuously playing someone else. And uh, so I just, I started writing a bunch of songs. I got connected with my band again, who's also my producers, The Agenda. And uh, we kind of jammed some of them out and we were like, let's record these things. So let's get them in the studio. And, and we did. And now I've released three singles last year and my newest one being Better Man. And to have it getting uh, some recognition is just a, a pretty cool 
pretty cool feeling. So we'll just say I'm 100% now into the music. <laughs> okay, so it was just because Broadway was shut down and suddenly that avenue wasn't there that suddenly time opened up for you. Exactly, yeah. I think, like, I love acting and I love the theater world and it, it was nothing to do with that, but my passion has always lied into country music. And uh, I think this... I'm taking it as, again, a blessing in disguise that just like it opened my, uh, you know, my eyes to be like, I have the chance right now to be doing exactly what I want to do and, and be in control because COVID kind of took control of a lot of people's careers and we, a lot of people lost their jobs, you know? And so I had the chance to really take control of, you know, my own musicianship again and my own artistry. And, you know, I had the chance to put it on paper and write what I was truly feeling. And, you know, I think it helped me write some of my best stuff as well. So. Okay. And you mentioned that a lot of people had to adapt. And of course, I'm sure that the uh, recording process and otherwise was probably looked a little bit different uh, once you got back into it. But you mentioned that, thankfully, uh, some people that you were already close to, some bandmates, happened to be your producers. Yeah. So they also are gigging musicians who play for you know a lot of people all over Canada um, who were, had for the past years been dabbling into production. And so they knew that I had new songs. They're my buddies. You know, we, we hang out outside of this music stuff as well. And so we were all just tired of sitting around and having shows canceled and, you know, even teachings and the zooms and everything. And so we were like, let's, let's just make the most of what this is and do the best we can to get some songs into the studio. And we all just wanted to make art again. And then so we all got together and made some art. <laughs> hey, you had your nice little bubble already set to go, and you got in the studio, and you made some incredible uh, songs out of this. And of course, the first uh, track that you were able to release in this new wave of Graham Scott Fleming came in January of 2021 with a yeah. track entitled Deja Vu, which, I mean... Perfect uh, title, I feel, to uh, get back into the swing of things here. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it's already been over a year. Holy moly, this year has just gone so fast. But yeah, that song was uh, one of my top, in my top of the ones I recorded, in my head, was one of my favorites. And uh, I thought it would be the first one to, to kick back. I think I thought it was the best re-entrance into this country music world, because it could also be a little scary coming back into it, coming from you know the, the theater world where I was to just all of a sudden being a country singer. Um, I think a lot of people who are learning about me now didn't quite know that it's always been a part of my journey, but I've just been in the theater world. So I think it was like a nice ease in song to say, hey, I'm back. <laughs> There's probably a few people who have maybe followed your Facebook page like years ago or something too, where it's suddenly like, oh, where, what? what he's, he's releasing music still? Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been a really cool journey. And I think that uh, I honestly like to believe and as cheesy as it is that everything does happen for a reason and everything that is happening right now, it was meant to happen in this moment right now. So I think that reentrance was great. And it led me to meeting some incredible people who have now been helping me on this journey to get to where I am with Better Man. So I'm very, very thankful for that. Awesome. Awesome. So, of course, I have to ask, uh, what was this uh, deja vu that we were trying to capture inside of a song? What was the feeling, the vibe? Yeah, it was just, uh, I mean, listen, everyone everyone writes a breakup song. There's a lot of people who have gone through breakups, but 
this one specifically was a moment where, you know, you're taking a lot of time um, on yourself to heal and get better. And sometimes that means disconnecting from people that you, you know, once hung out with. And, and it's kind of just that moment when you're like almost there, you're almost ready to go out and like reintroduce yourself again. And uh, it's like you show up to, I mean, this specific moment for me was in New York city and I showed up to a bar to meet some friends. And of course my ex was there. <laughs> and so it was like, every time, you know, like I was driving down the street, I was thinking of like that, that field that we would see when we would drive past or anytime I went to, you know, the theater, it was like, we ate at this location before we went in. Like it's just being constantly reminded of those moments in that person and reminding you that maybe you're not quite ready to move on yet. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where that whole storyline came from. Yeah, dang, I can uh, I can imagine that'd be uh, quite the uh, maybe I'm not ready to, you know, walk in. Uh, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Let's let's have a good time. And then, all right, you know what? Maybe we can. Can we go somewhere yeah. else? Should we just go back? <laughs> and, and it's funny because it was in New York City and everyone thinks New York City is this huge place, which it is. But uh, when you're working there eight shows a week, you kind of, you know, you run into people that you work with and you see and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, it was a reminder. I mean, we're, we're friends today, so everything is golden, but it was it was it was made for some good music. <laughs> hey, awesome. If you can get some good songs out of it and you're still friends, hey, win win, right? Exactly. Hey, all right. I love it. I love it. And of course, you mentioned being able to release that song has sort of helped you to maybe build some of a team, get a little more hyped up, prepped up, ready to uh, go through uh, this year towards uh, the release of your latest single here. So, of course, like we mentioned, the music industry has sort of adapted uh, quite a bit, not only just in these past two years, but even since you released your debut EP back in 2016. So what were some of the things that you say you've learned um, in the past year here that maybe has changed from when you were doing things before? Well, when I was doing things before, like when I released that album in, in 2016, which, you know, I'm, I'm proud of it, but I just wasn't, it was kind of like earlier I was saying, I wasn't quite focused on one or the other because, you know, I had just finished Kiki Boots, had two months off before, uh, um, I was heading to Broadway and in that two months, I was also filming a movie and a TV show while doing the album in two months. So I was just rushing a lot of things and, and not really taking the time to lay the groundwork of what I needed when I was going to release that album. Um, and you know, this time I'm a lot more mature. I've been through a lot of the acting world, which has built my skin up too. And, you know, my brain up as well. And just have done a lot of research on, who and what I need to talk to. And I think that's ever evolving. As you see it, it changes within a year from then to now, it's still completely different with stuff like TikTok and, you know, trying to play the games of those certain social standards, I guess. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm just lucky because this time when I was releasing Deja Vu, it was put into the right hands and those right hands have kind of put me into other hands that have really, really guided me and mentored me um, in the music business, because it is a very different business than, than the acting world. And, you know, I'd like to say I'm pretty well versed in the acting world, but this world is a completely different scene. So it was, it's just meeting the right people, being smart about your decisions and, you know, never, never losing the artistry of the songs that you're releasing as well. 
and the passion that you have for music. Cause that's why we're creating it in the first place. Um, you know, cause it's so easy. I feel to get trapped in, you know, wanting a record deal or wanting this. And then you're just thinking about things that are taking away from the message you're trying to say in a song. And, you know, I'm just like a, a full arts dude, buff, whatever. So <laughs> I, I just never want to lose sight of that and the reason that I'm making music. But uh, yeah, learning from then to now, it's just been a process of making sure you have the right people on your side who have your best interests and are just as passionate about your music and music in general as you are. Hey, absolutely. Teamwork makes the dream work. Dream like work, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like you mentioned, uh, being able to have some people to put it in their hands and they get it in the right hands. And that definitely seems to uh, be the case here with your latest track here, Better Man, which actually went on to be a uh, Stingray uh, feature track there as well, which is pretty dang exciting, I must say. Oh, my Lanta, yeah. When I got the call for Stingray, even to just be considered as one of their training tracks, I was... I took that as a win. Um, I was freaking out. And then um, Shiloh actually called me personally because he wanted to tell me the news that uh, they chose Better Man as their training track. And I remember I was walking down the street. I actually wasn't having the best day, but I was stuffing my face with McDonald's and I almost dropped everything. I was just freaking out. Um, Yeah, it's an incredible feeling to have something, especially Better Man is one of my most vulnerable songs. So to have it being recognized in a light that I never thought it would be is, is just, you know, it's an incredible feeling. And then, and then Rogers radio also picked it up as their one to watch. So having two features at once, I was like, what is happening? (laughs) But yeah, it's been, it's been a cool, cool journey for sure. It's uh, kind of crazy because the single you released in between was entitled High Life, which sort of uh, is exactly about that moment of one day, all it takes is one moment. And then, boom, you're getting featured on multiple platforms, radio stations. And it's like, oh, my God, what is this world? Yeah, literally, that is my feeling the whole time. And like, and the people it's led, you know, some of the conversations it's led to are with people who have been my inspirations for years. So it's like to see my name amongst all these incredible artists now on the charts. I'm like, what? And actually earlier this year I had made like a vision board. I had never done that before, but I had talked to like seven people who were just like, you got to believe it or it's never going to happen. And so, you know, I made a vision board and now I've knocked like five things off it. But one of them was like being on the charts. And then now these features have happened and I'm charting. And it's just, it's absolutely wild. I still don't know how to handle it. But again, I never want to lose sight of why that happened. It's like, it was a song I was really passionate about. And, and I'm so happy that other people are, are, are picking up on that and, and also are passionate about, you know, helping, a, helping an indie guy like me, you know, get my name out there. So Hey, absolutely. The passion, and as you mentioned, one of the uh, maybe most vulnerable songs here with better man so what is the vulnerability what are we trying to improve here (laughs) well this one might have been another breakup uh (laughs) but uh it happens it it was it was just a time where sometimes you like after a breakup or after something that is very serious it's hard for you to see like the end of the light Uh, it's hard for you to see like get out of that pity party as i wrote that you're throwing yourself you know um, and no matter how many times you reach out to people for help or how many times they reach out to you and try to just pull you out of the funk, whatever, you will never be able to change unless you want to change. And I think 
the hardest part for me in this situation was I wasn't ready to change. I wasn't ready to move on because it's all I really ever wanted. And so it was hard for me to find that moment to pull myself out. And then I just, I read a book and I started journaling. Um, and I just realized like, like reading my words, it's not who I am as a person. And it's not, you know, something I want to live in forever. I have big dreams and aspirations and me just sitting here drinking and, you know, making an ass of myself is not going to get me to where I really want to be. And so it took me reaching out the hand of myself uh, to get my feet back on the ground and, and become a better man. And I think that journey can happen for a lot of people, but I also want to make it clear, like, it is so important to be able to reach out for help to people um, to get you out of these funks. But I think it's more important to know that you really, really got to love yourself and not lose yourself in these situations. Because if you're not going to love yourself, nobody's going to, nobody's going to be there for you. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you got to pick, pick you up and you got to protect you. And so in a nutshell, that's what that whole song is about. And releasing this music video on Thursday, I hope people are able to see that as well. Okay. Okay. So by the time that everybody hears this specific interview, that music video actually should be out. So oh, there we go. I'd love to know exactly. I haven't seen it yet, but take us a little bit behind the video shoot here. How are you trying to capture this uh, energy inside of a visual format? Yeah. So I really wanted to show the juxtaposition of where I was and where I got to. And so in this music video, you see two of me the whole time. And uh, it's just, you see destructive me and what I was kind of going through in the beginning and just like how lost I really, really was. And until I pick up, you know, I, I use music as my therapy, as most I think artists do, and especially when we're writing. Um, like it, the song was a journal entry. So you see the journal being passed between the two of me. Um, and do you see when I start to write the journal and turn it and pick up the guitar and turn it into a song and just, you see how dark it is in the beginning. And then you see the happy, like that we do find the end goal of happiness, but I just really wanted to show, I didn't want to hide how hard it was for me. And so you see a lot of the destructiveness in the very beginning until we get to the end and then you see it swap out. But I think it's hard, it's hard describing it because I, I haven't yet because no one's seen it. So. I'm like trying to limit myself, but I'm like, oh yeah, it's out. So it's, uh, yeah, you'll see it. I'll I'll send you the link for sure, and and you'll see it when it's out. But awesome. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Ooh, well, it sounds uh very interesting, and I think it definitely a good way to uh, represent the uh, energy behind this powerful song for sure. And I'm sure the listeners, the fans, can't wait to see it otherwise. So I will put a link down to watch that video in the description to this show we'll put some links to graham scott's music as well because you should definitely go and check out all three of the songs that we mentioned here today maybe even as 2016 ep as well maybe but either way (laughs) word is there's also another ep on the way so without telling us too much what can you tell us about this upcoming project yeah, so most of my career I've been writing alone. I write most of my songs alone. All the three that are released I've written um, by myself. And I've spent a lot of time now working on co-writing with some, again, inspirations. I was just in Nashville, wrote a song with Patricia Conroy and Dave Tom- Thompson. And uh, we actually cut it in Nashville while I was there. Um, so that one might be coming out soon. 
but uh, I'm about to get in the studio uh, March 2nd um, with my boys again. And we're, we're narrowing down the songs right now. I got about 30 that we're trying to turn into six. So <laughs> um, I'm really excited. This new music is this new journey from, you know, through COVID to now has been such a wild one for all of us. And I think it's really producing some of my best writing and some of my best work. And uh, yeah, without giving too much away, I'm, I'm just super excited to get some more music out there for people to hear. Hey, and I'm sure that the fans cannot wait as well. But of course, like we mentioned, there's some amazing tracks to hold us down for the time being a new music video and lots of exciting things on the way. I have a one last question for you here, Graham. Are you ready for it? I am, yeah. All right, all right. So we have talked about this process of getting back inside of the musical world, getting back inside of that studio, and finally releasing yourself back out into the world here. And what I would like to know now is through this process, through this time, how has it helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? I think because this is what I've always wanted to do and it's happening, I've had a I've had a really privileged and lucky life in the sense that I have got to live some dreams that I never really thought I could even dream. <laughs> um, and now really being able to dive in and share my story and, and, and do it in an art that means so much to me and, and it, for it to be recognized by people who have been inspirations to me, I just feel lucky. I feel like I'm growing not only as a, incredibly as an artist, but like as a human in general, it's making me stronger. It's making me determined. It's making me, my passion just like light on fire. It's just, it's so cool. I finally feel like I'm here. I'm 30 years old. I, you know, I've, I've done some bad stuff. I've done some good stuff, but right now I feel like this is the most me and I'm really excited to just continue to keep learning and growing. And yeah, just, uh, go as far as far as I can. <laughs> like, but uh, it feels nice to have feet on the ground right now. And, and that's, I think the most important thing is to always make sure you can feel, feel the dirt in your toes. So right now I kind of feel that and I'm, I'm ready to keep walking forward. Hey, you got your dirt on your toes. You're letting your roots sow. And then from there you grow. I love exactly. that. <laughs> there's, there's the next single right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, and I have had so much fun diving behind these new tracks, including the most recent song here with A Better Man. Thank you so much for joining us here today on the DTP, Graham. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Ah, and Bush, you can go ahead and find a Graham Scott Fleming's new single, Better Man, right now over on your favorite music streaming service. While you're there, you can also go ahead and check out his other 2021 singles. You can go check out his 2016 debut EP. Heck, you can go ahead and hit follow on that favorite streaming music service so you can stay up to date with any new music that Graham is gonna have coming your way. And you also should go ahead and follow him on social media for that exact same purpose. And with that, it's time to thank Graham one last time for joining us here today. We have to go ahead and thank the amazing Jamie from over at Strata Entertainment for setting today's conversation up. We have to thank German from over at YPEditor.com for making everything sound so good. 
And last but not least, we need to thank you, the AM Jam, the AM Bush, for tuning on in today. If you've yet to join up with the Ambush, what are you waiting for? Because it's as easy as subscribing to the DTP. And you can also help the show grow by sharing today's episode, giving the show a five-star review, and by heading on over to www.deserttiger.shop to copy yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere that your lovely face goes. Yes, it's that easy to support the show and i guess it's about that time that we say our bye-byes but as those of you who have been with the ambush for a while you know what's up we're about to tell you to go out find your roar and then let it out into the world and let them know just how powerful wondrous and beautiful you and your roar are because you are all of these things and oh so much more and until next time ambush bye-bye The Desert Tiger Podcast.